I was I got lazy and I decided I didn't I wasn't going to light my background. Mm, going dark. Going I mean, I'm bright, you know, despite with despite popular belief. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I was like, I'm I'm sitting here already. I don't want to get up. Oh, you got to get up, huh? You know, you didn't do the smart, smart home thing with those. Well, I no, no. One of them is, and one of them's not. One, of, you know, there's always the one that's not so bright, <laughs> and then there's the other one. Yeah, I think we all know that one. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So here I am sitting here lazily drinking water in the dark. (laughs) You always knew it would come to this. I did. I know. I'm a little afraid if I lose power while we're, while we're doing this, I, um, I'm able to tell. Well, it may be a little scary because I don't even have my overheads off too. So I don't. I'm I'm literally in the dark. I got two lights shining on me, like gl- making my face glisten. And then, mm. um, yeah, I'm very shiny. Oh, that's not good. Then, you need to teach me how to do the makeup thing. I. Uh, yeah. You want to do it exactly the way I do it? You don't do. Anything. You just don't do anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're like an actor and stuff. I am an actor, do- and if you yes. want to get uh, get into all of that, we certainly can. But I don't. I mean, know maybe if- we should have an episode all about that. We could. You could like. Dress me up. Yeah. In my love. All but, of uh, <laughs> I think that would confirm a lot of suspicions. Yeah, but not right. Like it would but it would that's not really confirming if it's not true, right? So you like it would yeah, confirm true. suspicions inaccurately. And what what I guess you're not gonna give me more detail about what these suspicions are, right? Oh, I have no idea what the suspicions are oh, either, but certainly you just, you just know that they'd be some. confirmed. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't well, imagine okay. that that would be okay. something that people would be like, aha, I knew aha. it. I knew they did makeup together. I knew he played dress up. It's a yeah. common thing to think that, about. Does that warm? That doesn't really warm me. There's this thing, this little temperature control thing. It doesn't really do anything. Oh, maybe it's a little. Oh, like light temperature really... or like actual yeah, room like temperature? Light... <laughs> Yeah, it's there's a, a thing called Nest. I think is what they say. And I'm playing with it. It's real. I'm really bright. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna deal with it. You folks, all all six of you who watch this on YouTube, mm. you're just gonna have to deal with my brightness, my unusual brightness. I like that that though that the the, uh, the lighting is a little bit more dramatic. It's almost like you need to be like sort of a high contrast black and white, and then we get that sort of Hitchcock oh, I could, look. I, I be careful what you wish for, my friend, because I can do these things. <laughs> there it is. This, oh, this we have to do this for our Halloween episode. Oh yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I, I think that to... would work. Well, you were talking about the uh, yeah. on the show today. You were talking about that hotel. Yeah. That's the inspiration for <gasps> the, the overlook. Yeah, yeah. Would we you should, do that? We should do our. Uh... Oh, whoa. Do yeah, you would. Because yeah. Carlos said he's in too. So we could make like a whole thing out of it. Now I missed where is it exactly? Like it's in Estes Park, Colorado. Beautiful Colorado, country. Okay. It's just just right on the doorstep of Rocky Mountain National Park. Cool. And um, the, as the story goes, Stephen King um, 
for those who are not familiar with Stephen King, uh, Stephen <laughs> King writes a few books. I think he's written, I think he's written 132 books. Maybe, maybe you wrote twice one that, while actually. you were talking about him just now. Probably, probably. Um, and and he's a prolific uh, author within the horror genre. And um, what do you call it? The horror genre or horror slash thriller? Thriller. Yeah, I don't know. The man's amazing, and he was in it's Mr. Righty Pants. I don't remember what town he was in. It was close. It was either in Estes Park or close to it, maybe Longwood or Longmont or one of the long places in mm-hmm. Colorado. And he um, he was there with his family, I think his wife and son, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. I think trying to write. Like, you know, like probably on a vacation, but also, you know, you know, you know, we are like, we go on vacation, but we don't really shut off. So right, yeah. not we as in, as in like all <laughs> four <prolific writers. laughs> but like, right. I mean, we, as in like people who like to keep ourselves busy, um, we don't really shut down. We send pins to each other. <laughs> That's for sure. And, and so, um, they, they, I think they maybe had one night left or something and they went, they decided to change venue and went to the Stanley Hotel. I don't know why. Um, they, I think someone recommended it and they checked in like right, right at the end of the season. I mean, like they're going to close this place down for the winter. Mm-hmm. So they are either like literally or virtually the only guests in this hotel. Stephen King uh-huh. and family. And this old hotel from, you know, the 19th century. And he is the experience. I mean, they go to the dining hall and they're literally the only people in the dining hall. Like the <laughs> other's tables have the chairs up, turned up on top of the, you know, like oh, man, you do. What a weird. I'm getting chills just thinking of the scene because I've seen <laughs> the movies, you know, like I've read the books. Right. Um, they, uh, there was a bartender. Uh, what's the bartender's name from the book? It's the same. It's the same name as the bartender who actually served him in the bar. But again, they were oh, like, I can't think of it. He was the only guy at the bar. Mm-hmm. And there's this bartender, and then, and then, um, in the hall, they had these like long hallways, and so it was just kind of eerie because you're the only one walking down the hallway. We've, I, we've, I think a lot of us have had that hotel experience sure, where you yeah. walk down some old hallway and you're like, wow, this is like the shine. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. And then in the bathroom, they were in room 217 for those keeping score. Um, in the bathroom, I don't know why I'm remembering all these stats. I can't remember anything, but somehow I remember the room number that Stephen <laughs> King occupied in the Stanley. Um, the in two, room 217, they had they had the claw bat, like the claw foot bathtub mm-hmm. with this curtain and everything. And he remembers he, he he talks about like opening it up and thinking like, what if somebody died here? And that's Which is what the thing clicked. you would think that that Stephen well, King Stephen would King, right? Say, what if yeah. somebody died here? And so then he he sits down at his anyway. He's looking out the window at the vista, and it's winter practically. And he starts just outlining The Shining, and basically in a day, he he has that entire book outlined. Yeah, um, I and I think it. he had some weird fever dreams too that night about his child being chased by something down the, in those hallways and stuff and mm-hmm. it was it's it's kind of brilliant i mean so i think we need to go there yeah yeah sounds and great. they have they have spirited rooms so you can you can spirited rooms yeah so apparently like there's of course there's room set 217 which which i don't think is spirited it's, it's just where stephen king 
stayed. Um, but there are rooms that are supposed to be, you know, have more paranormal paranormal activity than others. Uh, and Ghost Hunters okay. has done a couple episodes there and some other, you know, anyway. Yeah, they find the ghosts. There's a, there's to- I think they did. Oh, okay. There's an attic floor. Like the fourth floor used to be an attic, but uh-huh. then it turned into a floor. And apparently that's the one that has like the most activity. Okay. But I, I got to tell you, I usually... I can usually feel when there's something weird. You know, we've talked about this. Yeah, your your basement. And I and I was in a hotel in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, a few years ago. Had this had this very large room, like a suite to myself, and um, it was spooky. Like, yeah. Like it was an old. It's this old hotel. You know, like everything's old. Everything's got a lot of like feel to it. Hmm. And I didn't like it. I didn't like, I mean, I, nothing, nothing weird happened. Nothing like weird sounds. It's just that weird energy, that weird, weird energy. Plus light from the people, which I don't, you know, don't get me started. Yeah. Um, yeah. But of all the places, I stayed in a hotel recently in California in the Presidio, um, which was right next to the Disney Family Museum, the Walt Disney Family Museum, mm-hmm. and this is you know this is housing this old like army housing and old army buildings that were converted mm-hmm. into these things, <laughs> and it turns out that this building that I was in used to be a hospital. Uh uh-uh. uh it was where they brought soldiers from yeah yeah for for many many wars and um and i was in what is probably the attic i was on the top floor mm-hmm. where it's kind of eaved you know right. and the windows of the of the room were actually like up high like it was weird yeah it had that smell to which i actually like the smell like the old building old california building smell i don't know what i don't know what it is about buildings there on the pacific it's great hmm. um and then on top of that, they have pictures of the soldiers. <laughs> really hammering at home. <laughs> Not just in the hallway, but in the room, yeah. like in the hotel room. This guy died here. Well, I didn't say that, right? But you think. Right, but come on. I don't care. Like, I mean. Like, if you channels, see a ghost, this is the guy that's more probably energy, the ghost is right? going to belong to. But so all of that being said, right? I had no feelings, like no weird feelings no, you didn't at all. Get any, Nothing. Your, your ESP and I'm, you know, and so like it's not like I'm, I'm not suggesting that when I feel weird stuff that it's there's actually something legit, right? I'm not saying you that. have the gift. I'm not saying I'm saying it's not a gift. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, I've spent many sleepless nights thinking like, this is not so much a gift, but this place where I actually expected it. I'm walking in the hallways. I'm looking at you. Think I'd have like really like just kind of freaked myself out enough that I'd start imagining things, right? No, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. Maybe hmm. it's being the pro- maybe it's the proximity to, to Walt. Maybe, maybe there's so much like Disney artifacts energy. and or Disney memorabilia like feet away that, that like just bleeds over for lack of a better term. It's and a it well-known all fact that ghosts cannot stand. It's a small world. <laughs> that's, that's documented. I don't know. I mean, the closest thing I was thinking the exhibits that line, the, the exhibits that would have been closest to my room would have been 
would have been the oh, the old mill silly symphonies with the skeletons oh that's um, a freaky cartoon man. i know so like of all the stuff that's the, it should have and and you know then and i even i even like doubled down and i and i didn't do this thinking about like oh let's channel more but like when i went on a walk one of those mornings i walked to the cemetery there's this beautiful national cemetery there in the presidio um which is i mean it's, it's it actually makes a cameo appearance in uh, in the beginning of Endgame, because um, oh, is that where when, Scott Ant Man wakes up yeah. and then he yeah and he, yeah yeah oh cool um, beautiful place but historic I mean super historic because you can find you know you can find very recent um, burial sites and you can find stuff that goes back to Civil War pre Civil War I mean it's that's pretty it's pretty amazing cool um, there's also a pet cemetery. Hmm. So all this stuff going, or you'd think I'd feel something, right? Like something, uh-huh. nothing, nothing, nada. I, I did sleep with my uh, windows open. Or I did sleep with my windows open. Oh, that's cool. So maybe that it was literally cold. Um, maybe that does something. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Could be that uh, just Let like it's a small world. Ghosts just need to have. You know, they can't have fresh air. I mean, they did put it to small world, like curiously close to haunted mansion. Well, that's keep them away, man. That's, I mean, that's it's right like, there. Yeah, it's right there. It's like a citronella candle for ghosts. <laughs> it's like like a little like. <laughs> Except it actually works, unlike citronella candles. <laughs> what is, I know, right? They don't do anything, really. Do they do they? not. They smell, they and you like you They're smell sticky. them, and you go, "Ah, oh, must be working." And the mosquitoes are going. What must be working, and then they eat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's citronella. <laughs> some, some. Oh, speaking of eat you, um, uh, God love Henry. He he has been working on me all week. Uh, he's been wanting to watch Suicide Squad, like the oh yeah, the suicide, the Suicide Squad. <clears throat> yeah, the suicide. Yeah, I the didn't understand. Like I, I said to him, like that movie's been out for a long time. He's like, no, 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 yeah. they, it's a new one. As like they remade it already. He's like, no, they didn't remake it. They just they did such a bad job on the first one that they decided to just start over. Yeah, which like okay. I kind of applaud them for because I wish other movies would do that. <laughs> well, I feel like DC does that all the time, right? They're they like, kind of have mm, to those poor guys. Mm, Batman, know what to again. Do. Batman again. Batman again. Batman well, again. Batman. Weirdly enough, all of the Batmans Batman. have been fairly decent. I mean, I Batman know, vs. Like Superman the... as a movie was kind of crap, but their version of Batman was was pretty why, good. Why, and why so... can't they like hang on to a Batman? Yeah. Or, 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 I mean, or Nolan... swap them out. I get it that people age, but like, how about you just continue the storyline at least? Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. And I think that Nolan specifically wanted to do a trilogy so that I have a beginning, a middle, and an end. But Which was really good. It was extremely good. I liked his a and lot. The soundtrack. Um, I mean, come on. A lot, most like, people like Dark Knight more, but I think Batman Begins was the better movie. But yeah, I think you're right. The, um, as much as I love Heath Ledger's Joker, of course. But um, I think that the reason they rebooted Batman in this case is because they were ready to be up against marvel and mm. we we can get into this are they but, though <laughs> well see that's the thing is is uh <laughs> even their intro isn't very I was no, I, like even the intro is not real good right yeah they try to do their like dc intro thing the way marvel does their, yeah sort of line yeah, up no. and see all the characters and, and no, like even before good. marvel had their their massive sort of cinema library 
they had the massive comic library and they did it to great effect in, in the uh, Marvel intro, like when they were just using comics. And mm -hmm. even that is something that DC just falls right on their face trying to do. And it's, yeah. and it's frustrating because I love a lot of DC titles. Oh, I love their characters. I love, I mean, I, see, I grew up, I didn't grow up reading comics, but I grew up with the Super Friends. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, well, the, DC and how is it, how can you screw up Henry Cavill as Superman? <laughs> The guy, it, like as much as Christopher Reeve yeah. was yeah. Superman, a more, I Henry think more Cavill. So. I, I don't know. I think that's uh, that's heresy. But um, okay. Henry right. Cavill is definitely there and should be Superman for as long as they can contractually force him to be. But the problem is they keep sticking in him in things <laughs> that they do, <laughs> and that's no good. The, the Batman oh. versus Superman. I, I hear the Zack Snyder Justice League cut of Justice League is is better, but it's okay. also like seventeen hours long. So <laughs> I don't know that I want to go it's like, into that. Do I want to so. watch a Ken Burns documentary or do I want to watch right. the director's cut I, of Justice League? If I'm going to devote mm. that much time mm. to watching a movie, I'm going to make sure that it's it's a good movie, and I'm going to watch the extended version of Lord of the Rings. That's that's what I'm okay, going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen how many times have I seen it? Oh, probably a dozen. I'll take that thirteenth time over putting my money on supposedly a better cut of Justice League. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't trust it that much. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, I mean, they could do it. I mean. It, it's because they it's because they they went straight for the for the big one, right? They did Justice League like almost immediately. We get we get introduced to like two thirds of the Justice League in the Justice League movie. Imagine if that was the case with Avengers, right? If like the first time we had ever seen Hulk and Thor and mm -hmm. Hawkeye and Black Widow were in the Avengers movie. This is where we just like completely met them. That that would have been crap. It was all of that groundwork that they laid leading up to that that made it so good. And the D and DC just doesn't want to do that. They want to skip right to the end. And, well, they suck. <laughs> well, then so. you definitely need to see the, the, the Suicide Squad. because. Well, I want to see that because it's got a 91 It's almost like caricature of itself. <laughs> but it's like a character of it's like DC's finally made a movie where they feel okay making fun of the way that they make their movies. So. Because that's the one thing that DC movies have been, except for Shazam and some of Aquaman, because at that point they were going, okay, we, we have to obviously start putting never, humor I into it. It was Aquaman. completely devoid of fun. Like Batman versus Superman was the most depressing slog I've ever sat through. <laughs> it only got fun at the very end when Wonder Woman shows up in costume to fight doomsday which why are we fighting doomsday already but the thing is is that when she shows up and they start actually fighting it becomes a comic book movie at that point it's like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like somebody's penance up to that point <laughs> how do you really feel about this oh i have some you have opinions. opinions you got so upset the other night when we were talking about the what if for uh marvel and i was going to bring it I up i said and i said yeah, and I think I, what I said is I just I, I I reject the entire premise, and you like lost your mind, and then I realized like oh this is good like now, oh I've got him. Well, I was gonna let this you. This is bring wonderful. It up, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't even have a reason. I don't need, like it. Just 
it was just more it was like fun to just watch you reacting to me at that point like you're so upset and i told my kids about this and they and they got equally upset like they're like well, why? Uh, like, what do you mean what's wrong like like oh this is just enjoyable now i but now i've i feel like i've trapped myself in a corner where like i can't watch it now you can't <laughs> no no i can't it doesn't matter how good <laughs> So I, told him, I said it's like imaginary numbers. <laughs> it's a little, I guess. But um, so you're you're regardless of whether it was in good faith or bad faith, your argument was that you don't you don't really lend a lot of narrative weight to the whole multiverse thing. I just feel like it's I feel like it's cheating. I I, I recognize that I have absolutely zero decent ground to stand on with this argument i mm-hmm. just correct just feel <laughs> just feel, i don't know and i know and i'm so because because i also i also recognize like how um how much hallowed ground there is here that i am just kind of peeing on but um they <laughs> don't mean that i don't mean any disrespect i just it just i just feel like it's cheating it just feels <laughs> like it's too easy well, see, that's kind of the thing is that I'm not entirely sure. And I know it's fiction already. I get it. In like, what I regard? I mean, I, I don't. I think that's the part you ever that's watched, so okay, frustrating you to ever me watched, is that I don't know what rules within which we are working when we talk about what's fair. easy and what's hard. That's totally fair. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying there are any really well-defined rules, Marcus. Have we just met? What I'm saying well, is that have you been? Have you ever watched a movie and? Like there is, there is a significant amount of like suspension of disbelief going on, right? And <laughs> sure. you already, no, you already like accept the fact that like this stuff isn't possible, right? Right. Pee-wee's big but adventure, they, for instance. But then they do something else that seems to break through. Like this, like they've okay. gone too far now. Like there's, and you're like, but and and I can't explain why. Like why is it okay to break all those other rules of physics, but this one? Well, I'll know. tell you what, I uh, I used to listen to a podcast, they don't do it anymore, but it was called Down in Front, and it was basically a commentary track for different movies. And it was, the people doing the commentary were people who worked in the industry, but not as an actor. They, a lot of them were VFX artists and, and uh, uh, things like that. But they're also kind of funny dudes. And one of the things that they came up with, a concept that I think is really good concept, and I imagine somebody else has floated this because it's pretty rudimentary, but it's the concept of the magic bean is basically uh, uh, what it is. And, and what that means is there is a, a single thing that in a fantastic movie of some sort, you kind of have to spot the movie. Like in Harry Potter, it would be the existence of magic. Um, okay. In Star Wars, it's the existence of the Force. Um, mm-hmm. It's that kind of thing. But it's when you introduce a second magic bean that is of a different nature, then the whole thing just completely collapses. And the example I always use for that is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like, we can leave aside the CGI monkey army and how freaking stupid that is. But... What you did, what the reason that story, storily, I guess, um, that storily it doesn't I'll work. I'll accept it. Is, <laughs> you're using story as an adverb. There you go. Um, the reason it doesn't work from a story perspective is that we already had a magic bean in the Indiana Jones universe, and that was that religious artifacts have a very real 
power to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and will affect other people um, with their their mojo. Um, mm-hmm. But now in, in Crystal Skull, what we've added a new magic bean, and that's aliens. And uh, now yeah. we have too much crap on the table, and mm-hmm. it completely makes it like a, a, a waste. Um, and but don't you feel like Marvel cheats that way all the time? Like they have got like 16 different magic beans going on. Well, sort of. I mean, it's hard to kind of put that in the to apply you got, that. So let's count to, them. Let's count them. You got you got superhero stuff, right? Yeah. And super and then you have gods. And, yeah, but I would, and then you. I would submit though that in the Marvel universe, gods are are superheroes that are very powerful. And okay. that magic okay. is a have, different kind right. of superpower. I mean, I but think you have that, superheroes who are like mutations, and you have superheroes who are like bit by some like radioactive caused superheroes, and then you have um, uh, people who are just superheroes, so like super skilled, um, or people right, who have yeah. superior technology or intelligence or both. Well, I mean, superior um, technology up to a certain point is, yeah. is not necessarily sort of a supernatural thing. Well, um, Iron Man. Yeah, I mean that's one that mm-hmm. we have to to, right. to give them, and and there are some. Well, and that, Hawkeye. I mean, what's Hawkeye's got bow and arrows, right? He's extremely good at, good with them. Um, I mean, I yeah, think but that he's, he's still bar- it, <laughs> still bow and arrows. He's like Robin Hood. He basically, have Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like Super Robin Hood. Um, Super but Robin. Uh, yeah, and I think that there are certainly exceptions to that rule, but. Um, because it, it, it would be keep hard. going though keep going you've got then you've got you've got the infinity stones which all each one has its own little magic bean element right and now well yeah but i mean they are all related and mm-hmm. they explain it as i mean i think you, it now we got time travel that the that the uh the energy of the creation of the universe is what all these superpowers are based on anyway sure okay yeah right but the thing is they're gonna s- have an ex- a unified explanation for this they, they, it's going to be completely made up, of course. They can't <laughs> do all that is, because then they'll all come to an end. Well, at some point, they can't. Get, well, no, no. You kidding me? You don't spend that many billions of dollars and have something come to an end? No way, no way. That's and weird, think, isn't it? To think that this yeah. this freaking cinematic empire, I mean, <laughs> must at some point stop. I mean, in the year thirty-five, fifteen, are they going to be coming out with more <laughs> Iron Man movies? But I wonder what does it? You know, what's going to be the final one? Well, I, I mean, I'd love to be here to find out. Sure, that would be awesome to find out. Yeah, but um, everybody I everybody walking around with their, their iPhone forty-sixes. It just feels like so. You introduce once you introduce the multiverse thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you accept it as a concept, right? Which is what it is. It's a theory, and um, yeah. I but mean, I'll but I'll go with it. I'll go with it, especially as it relates to Loki and and uh, Doctor Strange and stuff. I mean that that mm-hmm. stuff's cool. Um, but then to like say, okay, well, what if like like okay, guys, enough. <laughs> Stick to a universe. It's all an illustration of the multiverse. I I guess that's the, I guess that's my problem. Like I'm, I'm fine with it being dabbled in to a limited extent. Like, okay, here's a Loki thing and the Dr. Strange thing. And we're going to like, you know, we're going to, and maybe there, and there's the other, what's the other dude? Who's the other dude? That's, um, well, uh, John or whatever. Uh, (laughs) 
Yes, the big, big bad John, actually. What, what is his name? The guy that, like, that, 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 I don't want to spoil anything. The time uh, person. Oh, the, oh the, uh, you know, he who remains or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. At the end of Loki. Is, yeah. He's supposed, what's the guy's name, though? The character. They start. Oh, it's uh, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, who we know they're going to, there's going to be a movie or a series or something with him. So, like, I, I like, I feel like that's okay. Like, okay, we got this nice, like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, you know, menage, like something going on there. And, but that's fine. Then, like, let that be. You don't have to bring Spider-Man into this. I know we already did the Spideyverse thing, so there's that. But we don't yeah, have to bring, like, Iron Man and other people. Like, come on. Like, I don't. This one. And that wasn't even Marvel. That was no. Sony. And, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, this is just sort of like a here. Here are the here is the uh, uh, the consequences of what happened in Loki. Now you've got all of these divergent timelines. Here's one that you know. Uh, what's her name? Maggie Carter became Captain right, right, Carter right. rather than Steve Rogers right. did. Right. And in this other one, you know, blah blah blah, whatever happens. And 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 Steve Rogers though he gets to he become does he become Iron Man or something and yeah it's not it's not really Iron Man it's somebody it's like Thumper or something I don't know um yeah it's a uh, uh, Hydra Stomper <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah um well because they because they close. they get the uh, they get the Tesseract <laughs> and uh, and Howard Stark is like we've got this guy that was supposed to be Captain America and he never got to be Captain America we got to juice him up still. And so he's like, well, juice him, we've juice already used, we always use, already used Erskine's formula on Carter, so I'll juice him up my way. And he makes him an Iron Man suit mm-hmm. using the Tesseract as a power source because that's the first time they've had a portable power source. That was so, okay, so let me go back to the premise of this. So, so is the premise of what if that like all of the what if things were actually caused by the events in Loki? Sort of, or yeah. Or is it that they just always, they, exi- they always were, you know, out there well that's what uh like as soon as carter makes that different choice then you know for whatever reason that created a splinter right yeah the time people would have shown up and zotted that timeline and put it back the way it was Mm -hmm. supposed to be um but now that they're gone that timeline is free to exist spoiler alert and uh yeah well i mean (laughs) we should put a big spoiler alert and I keep keeping episode. up with this stuff, uh, you know. Yeah, whatever. I know. What, what's the what, like? What's the like? Basically, acceptable the, time that you have to wait for somebody to watch to catch I up. I don't on know. Something. That's like, a good I question. Like, I feel like at this point, I'm not. I I I've, I have a hard time. Like two weeks, just saying <laughs> stuff about like some stuff that has been Return around of the Jedi for like, like yeah Empire. for stuff yeah. that's the, what was it the other day I was like I don't want to spoil this for anybody but it turns out that uh, it, it wasn't this bad but it was like it turns out that Rosebud's a sled <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can't think of what the movie was it was just about as old <laughs> yeah but uh, but yeah it's a uh, basically it's taking all the movies you've seen and going hey what about what if this Thing in that movie went just slightly differently um and then or significantly cool differently. Little, little story about it and it's mm-hmm. and you say you know like it, it in these little ways like with dr strange or or with uh um whatever the other thing was that you mentioned but this is very small in that regard as well because it's you know it's 30 minute cartoons about you know these mm-hmm. hypothetical splitter split 
off into another timeline. Maybe I'll watch it. It's fun. And the uh, Henry the, said, although Henry said to me, "So you're not going to watch it, so I can watch it on my." <laughs> I was like, "It's fine, watch it on your own." <laughs> but uh, they got a lot of the the uh, the real people to do the the voices and stuff. That's pretty mm-hmm. impressive, to be honest. Um, and uh, and then the I don't know if they're going to be animated by different people or uh, if it's going to stay the same sort of animation style the whole oh, time. Goodness I kind of wish they would I, do different animators just oh, to show no, different styles and I stuff. Can't yeah, that, I can't deal with that, man. I can't deal with that. Just, I look, the the world is already stressful as it is and unpredictable. <laughs> I'm already dealing with this multiverse that, that, that shouldn't exist. And, and I can't remember... I can't remember names. I can't remember. Like they throw this at me and it just makes things more confusing. And so then in the future, when we're watching a movie and it's on some other timeline and I'm going to say, well, wait a second, didn't such and such happen? And then someone's going to look at me and say, no dummy. Well, dude, you'd be so much less prepared if you don't watch the show. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know. At least have, have uh, a passing sort of familiarity with Captain Carter. Cause she's supposed to show up a couple more times in this show. I don't know if she, you know, I don't know if they're going to bring her into like like, a, is she going to show up in Loki? Yeah, I don't think I don't know. Um, well, maybe not. Maybe she will. I don't know. I don't know when this when season two of Loki. You know who's probably not going to show up? Uh, who? Black Widow. Yeah, probably not. Probably. <laughs> she got kilted. Unless she shows up as a cartoon with a different voice. She may be in the cartoons, and I don't. You know that people are like, "Oh, it's the last time she's going to work for Disney." No, oh no, 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 that kind of stuff. All's fair in love and war. All's fair in love and war. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. she'll show up. I mean, because it's it's not Feige that's doing it. It's you know her beef is with you know top level stuff. Kevin Feige um, is on her side, kind of as much as he can be. Anyway, I feel bad for him. I watched. um, Oh. Uh, the boys hadn't seen my boys hadn't seen the movie Chef, and I love that so movie. It's one of my favorite movies, and and Dude, we sat so down good. and watched it as a family. And man, it is, it is, it's like Ron Howard should have made that movie. It feels like that, you know? or like and, uh, Ivan but, Reitman, or, maybe. Yeah, or, or or John Favreau, like like who we who did make it, and he 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 wrote it, he directed it, he start in it uh, he even learned so i mean he good. learned his cooking this cooking skills he, yeah. learned, he learned for that movie he, it's not like he was already a cook when you're watching him chop for real and that's him chopping there's no stand-in there's no like yeah. chop double they he had to learn that stuff yeah like, i always remember from insane. that from that behind the scenes sort of featurette or whatever i always remember the guy teaching him how to make that grilled cheese sandwich where you got to yes. put it in you gotta go you gotta do the thing in the in the butter the or bougie whatever bougie. yeah that, yes Ooh. yes and that that is one damn fine looking grilled cheese sandwich right there man i'm telling you and and um everybody loved it the kids loved the movie that uh, is so good i just think when you have somebody like that in your studio and and they've demonstrated like a series of successes i mean and across a wide range of yeah. feels and and if it wasn't focus. i would argue this if it wasn't for john if it wasn't for, for john favreau they i don't think the marvel acquisition would have even happened like i probably I, not because he he did iron man and iron yeah. man 2 and so and he kicked it he, he kicked the whole thing off basically yes 
and 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 you look at what he's done now with with Mandalorian. Uh, oh man, yeah, and all of the th- other stuff that's going to come out of that. I think that they. I think guys, is you know what, Kevin Feige, John Favreau, just hand the keys over. Yes. Absolutely, and, and say yes to anything they ask for. Because it's going to make you a gazillion dollars and it's going to make people like us very, 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 very happy. Because he respects the material. He is a fan already of like Star Wars and all of that stuff. When you talk, when you, when you look at that, uh, that Disney uh, gallery or whatever I that's about it. Mandalorian. It. And my favorite parts of that aren't the things that are like behind the scenes. Look at this cool thing. And, uh, uh, I the can table talk what is that, it the table talk it's, it's the part it's the dinner with five or whatever kind yeah, of yeah, sections yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's him and Filoni the and the various yeah, people the talking mm-hmm. or the actors are all got together what's her name well Ron talking. Howard's daughter yeah um Ms. Howard. Ron Howard's daughter yeah and and like that's the other brilliant thing about Favreau. Like he hands it over to these. Like he's not. He doesn't have so much ego that he's like, oh no, it has to be my vision, my thing. But no, he's like, no, no, no. It yeah. has to be good. That's all. He, I think that's all. And he cares true, about. and to true good. to the story, and right. true to the fans as well. And the thing that I love so much is the little stuff that shows up in like Mandalorian. That you, if you're not of a complete and total super duper crazy man Star Wars fan, like say me, um, <laughs> you missing this doesn't kill anything in the story. Mm-hmm. But for those of us who are super fans, he throws stuff in there, um, like to, the tra- like the troop transport. Yes, that was a that never showed was up only in ever any a movie. Toy. It was a toy, and was a oh toy. my god, when it shows up in that in what is it season one finale, it You're shows like, up and those what? guys are in it. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. We all we all had I that. Had like, it. And they had the six buttons that made the noises. The top. I mean, it was amazing, and well, I mean, and the and the guys and the speeders, the um, the 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 uh, the the stormtroopers on the on the speeders. Oh, who, yeah. I yeah. mean, that whole dialogue between them and that was hilarious. That reminded me of uh, oh, there was a fan so movie called Troops back in the mid '90s, before the prequels were even talked about seriously. That was a parody of Cops. That followed <laughs> the squad of stormtroopers on Tatooine, and they and they had to it. respond to a. You got to look it up. It's just called okay. Troops. I'm sure YouTube has it. But it was back when you you t- it took like an hour to download a like mm. 35 by 12 uh, <laughs> freaking movie file. Yeah. But uh, and they had to respond to the uh, to a domestic violence dispute at the Lars homestead, and it's, <laughs> and it's Owen and Baru like yelling at each other about Luke is really funny. It is so funny. That's what it reminded me of. But like little stuff like in the one that that had uh what's his name as the sheriff of the town that had Boba Fett's armor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and really it showed good. like the uh yeah. the sand people were riding single file. Like they didn't point out, they didn't go, look, they're riding oh, single sand. file Damn. like Obi-Wan said in the first movie. They just did it and if you noticed it, you were like, oh you know, and if mm-hmm. you didn't, oh well. But that's the kind of stuff I love is is, is little things like that that show that he, he knows and loves this material, but he's not He's not there to do the blatant fan service. And that's the biggest beef I had with episodes seven, eight, and nine is so much of that was there to 
make fans go yay but i mean it didn't or have to any, seethe well that's how what it ended up being it was intended to make everybody go woohoo but at most well a lot of us were like uh really but yeah not to go not to belabor a point yeah uh, second week in a row we've talked about that sorry but uh yeah the (laughs) it's it's so good i i I think john favreau he's a he's a he's a gift he really is he's a gift and king kevin whatever he touches like when in the marvel stuff he does same kind of thing man like who would have thought to do iron man of all characters you know nobody knew he was kind of a kick butt character though I he mean, is a kick bite character yeah. but that's not it's not a a fan favorite no, i mean it's not, not like you comic. talk to yeah. anybody about what marvel characters i mean most people aren't going to be like i don't know superman yeah i, I get it you, marvel dc what do you care but like they've heard of spider-man you know they've heard of of well they may have heard of thor no, mm-hmm. may not know it. It's a comic book character, but uh, you know, there's Hulk. People knew about Hulk. I think most people had no clue who Iron Man as a character was. It's hard to think of that now. Yeah, of yeah. that world that people don't know who Iron Man is. But before Iron Man came out, I remember going, "That's an interesting character to <laughs> do a movie about." <laughs> but it ended up being freaking brilliant. So, huzzah! What do I know? Well, I know, and I'm sure you know from a licensing standpoint, it was easy. Yeah, you know, it's not I suppose. trying to do Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, somebody else had those rights at that point. But um, I just think, like, like I'm thinking about other people within Disney, um, like Imagineering. Why wouldn't you just put Joe Rody in charge? Amen. Right, like. Why not just say, you know what, Name you've done some amazing things. one thing that guy things. has done just isn't a massive success. Or Tony Baxter, right? Like, like, how about you guys? You just be, you just be in charge. Like, well, yes, yeah. we'll have you have budgets approved and stuff like that. But, but otherwise, just as long as you stay within budget, do your thing, man. Yeah, like do your and, thing. And if he needs to go you. beyond budget, consider well, letting him go beyond budget. Well, it would, it would be so. Here, this was, oh, can you imagine this system? Is this almost like the precogs or something in, in um, Minority, <laughs> Minority Report? Like imagine, imagine you have okay, you have Feige and Favreau, and you have like let's say Joe Rody, right? Mm-hmm. And and they the three of them get to decide like what things move forward. They all have to stay within budget, but they, but like if 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 one of them says okay, well I want to do this thing, but it's outside my budget, then the other one of the other two have to give them the money to do it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll take money from this so that you can do your oh, thing yeah. over here. We'll take yeah. the money. From, so, like, and then that way, I mean, think about it. God. And I'm sure there's other people we're missing. We don't know. We don't know people with who are, who are like, super hyper-talented. Oh, sure. The merchandising yeah, side, the, yeah. you know, consumer products, uh, people who are on the experience, other experience side, people who are on the, um, uh, you know, the television side. I mean, I'm sure there's mm-hmm. genius all sprinkled throughout. And and you know we we're not as familiar with those other folks, but um, but I bet you one of those guys mm. is, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I I, I, I just unfortunately I feel like and I, and I don't mean to. I listened to the earnings call last week. Oh yeah, I did not. You no. should you should just should to I? like skim yeah, because yeah you should I mean because it's not going to make you happy. <laughs> Unless you're an investor, um, but it's it's just you hear a lot of talk about 
there's lip service that's paid to the storytelling being important and what becomes clear that's it's truly important is the like you know price per i mean the the like the revenue per head you know revenue mm-hmm. per whether yeah, it's sure. guest or viewer or whatever um and not really any true talk about the creative side like that i mean I mean, if I was doing an earnings call like that, and I realize that it's all about you know conveying the shareholder value that's been created, blah blah blah. But man, if I was doing an earnings call, I would have a, I would have Favreau there. Favreau, hey, talk about the upcoming thing. Yeah, Feige, like how talk, can you just, not point to the Mandalorian and say that right there is a massive cash cow, and realize why it is a massive cash cow? It is because of the storytelling. It is because of all that stuff that Favreau and Filoni and all those guys are putting into it. And that's yes. why it's such a big earner for them. Yes. And why everybody is is like jazzed out of their minds for Book of Boba Fett, for Mandalorian Season 3, for the Ashoka um, show. Who's doing Ashoka? Uh, I, it's, there's no way that uh, Favreau is not in the hierarchy for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know who exactly is doing it, but it's got to be, he's got to be in there somewhere. He's got to be in, tr- if they haven't placed him in charge of star Wars television, I mean, I, I think it's, I it's, think it's still, I think it's still Kathleen Kennedy. She's definitely in charge of Lucasfilm, but, yeah, but I, I think mean, if his, I if, they, if they have a TV division, there's no way that Favreau is not. Well, the, my concern is that everything, that. it doesn't matter what they have, all the creative, all the creative, everything, it, it all fl- channels up through Chapix off. Like, like, and I don't mean like, yeah. of course it flows through him because he's the CEO. No, it all has to get greenlit by, um, what's his name? Who used to be his chief of staff. I can't remember his name. Um, who I'm sure is a nice guy, intelligent guy, talented guy. But we saw what happened under the Eisner, sort of the post uh, Frank Wells period, you know, when they had strat plan and like, you had, you you kind of made everything funnel through this like little committee mm. of people who were not creative, Eesh. who did not like who didn't come from that area, like because it's all it's all about like you know we're we kind of manage they're all managing the contracts and the pipeline like the 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 distribution it's all about distribution now right and so I I mm, I don't think it's it's almost end well. a cliche at this point that. About the the studio exec that ruins a movie or a property with their doofus input. I don't think, I don't think they mean. Yeah, no, I don't even. Well, of course think, not. But they should. At I don't least think. See, I, I have seen uh, it happen so many times that they're that they want to. I don't get the. I don't get that. the impression that Chapik believes that he is in some ways more creative or smarter or something than these guys who are doing the. You oh know, yeah, the I'm sure stuff. It's, it's all about I ego. Think but it's about process. Like I think there's a, there's ego about the process. There's ego about the structure. Like I think that they think that, you know, if they perfect this structure, if they perfect this, like, oh, well, you know, if we if we do all of the creative, if the creative planning is actually um, done based on how we what and how we want to distribute things, mm-hmm. well, then that will be efficient, and it will allow them to be creating things that we want to distribute through our various channels, right? But it's like. So instead of like having the creative stuff compete with itself, like compete with each, because that's what has to happen for great stuff to, to emerge. You need a lot of competition happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to have it coordinated from the top down. This isn't war. It's creativity. 
Yeah. And and you and you have um, so and so instead they have this they're like strategic look and they're saying like well that's the hill we need to take, therefore let's look in our creative bag, and see what we got. Who can do what? And now we're going to greenlight certain things because we have that hill to take, that very specific hill. Instead of saying we just want to be able to take a hill, like that was the like the way the classic studios work. You you have movies, right? Movies, mm-hmm. movie. You you have to put stuff in the theaters. There's like two ways to distribute things, either to the theaters or directly to television, or I guess directly to the, the video machine or something. But now because they have the Disney Plus thing happening, and then they mm-hmm. have the fragmented markets related to that, everything's gotten complex, very complex on the distribution thing. So they want to make sure that we're only developing content that is designed for those distribution channels rather than having the content kind of come up creatively and then figuring out how to distribute it. Mm-hmm. And I think-, I think that's going to I think that's going to potentially really ruin the creative side. That's yeah. my fear. Uh, and hopefully somebody will be able to say, hey, you know, and point that I out. I think so. It. Two but, years, from, I think two to three years and then. Yeah, it, it could be. All- and I think that th- there's a certain amount of like from people like JPEG, there's a certain amount of a desire to reject the idea that the individual is important in this. Like, I think the corporate mindset is that like, I'm sure it makes them very uneasy to depend on the creative spark of a John Favreau and that what they want to believe is that the process can work no matter who is working the process and that, that to someone in that corporate mindset, the individual talents of a person um, is something that you can't quantify. You can't bank on that. And okay. so you have this person and you have to use him as a resource. And that's something that they can't or don't want to have as part of their business model or their, I mean, it's, it's kind of you stupid. You mean like Walt? Right, exactly. I mean, it is absolutely antithetical <laughs> to a media empire like Disney that you would reject that idea. But I think that corporate mindset is exactly that. I mean, the whole movie Rollerball is about that. <laughs> it's about corporate, <laughs> the corporate mindset wanting to squash the, the, you know, the excellent individual and and elevate the team over an individual and and anybody because apparently the the game of rollerball was supposed to be a game that one person can't excel at the way it was designed and when one person does well the corporation declares war on that person (laughs) (laughs) so it's i think that this is kind of a universal constant that was seen at least by by uh, filmmakers in the uh you know late 60s early 70s and certainly is true today but um yeah i I don't know i I just i I think they should embrace what they have they should kind of go back to the idea of hey look walt disney is very much you know the john favreau of his time or whatever let's Oh, I mean, he's he, yeah, he's like the George Washington equivalent. I mean, like, you can't even, you're not going to get another Walt, right? No. So, and, and the and environment that Walt did what he did is also something that's never going to come back either. So, correct. I mean, right. Right. so stop trying he was the to right do that guy right. for the right time. But he was right. a, well, he was that one little spark to coin a phrase. 
And you got a spark like that in Favreau. You got a spark like that in Filoni. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oof, fan the. I mean, look at you. Look at Pixar. I mean, the reason like Pixar. Lord have mercy. Look at Pixar. The, the, Pixar only works because of the. I mean, those characters who are involved, the three of them. Like you Absolutely. can't. Catmull and Jobs and um, uh, Lasseter. Like, you can't. I mean, and with, with you know with the magic provided by George Lucas. Right, and and, really then, get everything and their going. ability to find like Brad Bird and people like that, and they're like, "Aha, one of us, come make movie," you know. And then what do you get? You get some seriously awesome stuff like The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's but about the, letting and, the bright brainers do stuff. Yeah, and when they tried to, I mean, and it was and it was kind of brilliant um, that they insisted, you know, when the acquisition was happening, that they insisted that they be, that they still be able to retain their own process yeah. for doing things and not impose the studio process. Um, cause that would have killed it. Yeah. That would, that would have to killed this it. day. I mean, I, I would say that, I mean, there, there were, there have been movies that are more and less popular. I would say the only real failure they've had is cars Two, And I can't imagine that they weren't placed under some sort of pressure to create cars Two. Because it just doesn't doesn't seem like well, it had was, that there inspiration. Was good dinosaur. The good dinosaur. I actually, weirdly enough, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> There's a reason. I guess so. <laughs> How many people have said, "You know what? You should see." Good, I can't believe you haven't seen good. I, dinosaur. Admittedly, I have never heard anybody say that. <laughs> I forgot somebody, it even existed I spoke, until you said There's somebody I spoke right to recently who said they really liked it, but I I don't know. I shy, I but even like the lesser, there. you know, the ones that people don't list among their favorites, like Brave, it's still a freaking no, good Brave's movie. Brave's great. Wait, but Brave, oh yeah, Brave is from Pixar. You're right. Yeah. Um, I had to think of the Wreck-It Ralph scene. Uh, oh, no, Wreck-It Ralph is really Ralph, good. It's not Ralph. Pixar, but yeah. It's, no, no, but the Ralph breaks great. the internet um, yes. scene with the princesses. And then she comes, <laughs> it's, she's from the other studio. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it. You can't understand a word she's saying. And they're like, yeah, she's from the other studio. <laughs> they don't sing over there. Um, anyway. Uh, well, now that we've cleaned up Disney. Yeah. And uh, if, we, if anybody that works uh, in Disney hierarchy is uh, listening I'm so to this, sorry. We, uh, I'm Marcus. He's Jason. We would love to uh, to give you guys some advice directly. We're available for consulting. <laughs> Um, yeah, the or, or derivative consulting studio. Um, yeah, and so um, just yeah. we apologize in advance for Reasonable all the rates. things that we got wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <That's it>. yeah. <laughs> what have we been <laughs> wrong about something? Come on, <laughs> get a grip. Well, there's that one time. Oh, that was that yeah. one time. Yeah, that that one thing. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how we steer. All, I mean, I like I don't, I don't I don't want to stop talking yet. I'm not finished with you, um, but I don't I don't even know how to steer <laughs> off of this thing. I feel like we I feel like we like we've lost all the people who are yeah. not interested in comic books, superhero movies, and the Force at this point. I feel I um, feel confident about this one though because we weren't actually talking about. I mean, I guess in a little bit in the Marvel stuff, but we instead of talking about Jedi's in the Force, we're talking about movies that have those things in them without talking about them themselves so maybe okay. we're okay i don't know okay uh, stick around uh, i'll put a little note at the beginning stick around it, it doesn't it's not all like this <laughs> we well it don't i mean don't promise them but you can't deliver <laughs> well I don't, yeah that's I a good know. point I mean, maybe in a in an alternate <laughs> <Where> we, uh <laughs> universe we did a very good episode this week i don't know where we go from here now <laughs> 
Well, I, mean, I tell you where we need to go, and that is a, uh, a thing that you oh, sent no. me earlier today. Um, oh, oh, you're going to pin it? You're going to pin me? I'm going to pin you um, okay. and say, uh, <laughs> tell, thing, talk uh, to me about the lemonade stand. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I feel like we've talked about this before. But maybe At this not. Point, that's Did we ever talk about the kids that chased me down? Or like shaking me down practically? Shaking me down? No. no, I don't. We I have. Don't think we have. We have a lot of lemonade stand activity in our neighborhood. And really, um, that's something oh, that yeah, I like always like kind of feel like is. Sort of a, a urban legend at this point. That not here, man. Don't not really here. exist. A couple of okay. months ago, there were these kids who uh, they were they had like they had a menu. It wasn't even just lemonade. They had oh, wow. they had like multiple things, and they came. They didn't just stay at the stand. They had this one this one girl who would she was like the salesperson, I guess, but more wow. like. It was more, more like a, a, I don't know. It was very eva- eva- evangelical. Like she would Whoa. go forth, and she went like blocks away wow. from the stand to get people's orders. There. Knocked on doors. Huh. She knocked do on people's doors. You know the good doors. news of lemonade. Like, do you, like, hey, would you like to have such and such? And like, and and I and I watched this one lady say to her, like, well, where is it? She's like, oh, it's right down over here. I'll get it for you. Wow. I just Gotta need to know what you want. Got a weird little DoorDash thing. And, That's and actually pretty I brilliant. Kid, every time I see this happen, what ends up happening is that the pe- people just say like, no, no, just here. Here's a dollar. I don't need, I don't yeah. need the thing. Just right. take the dollar, yeah. right? Because I'm not drinking. I'm sorry, kids, but I'm not drinking your lemonade. <laughs> well, that's you. I don't know what's in it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know whether you stirred it with your finger. Like I'm not drinking your lemonade. I will. I would love to buy it, but here's the problem. I don't have money in my pockets when Who I'm out walking in the days? neighborhood. Right? I don't have money and I have, in my pockets when I go to places that want money. And the smart kids, look if you're if you're listening, smart kid, um, get get an get Square. some sort of app that you can just. <laughs> Like accept Apple Pay or something. Mm-hmm. Like I can beam you money because then I have no excuse. If I there walked up go. to some kid and I said, and they were like, oh, you know, would you like to have some lemonade? I'm like, I don't have any money. Like we accept Apple Pay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, what do I do at that point? Okay. Yeah, I can use my watch to pay. Great. area. That's going to happen, Marcus. It's going to happen. I don't happen. know why it hasn't happened yet. I mean, like, these kids, parents, they're not yeah. thinking. These parents you get, are anyway. Get, get you get a Square account. Like, squares big fees with square um but my but here's the thing this is what happened to me today uh it's it's quite the conundrum because i want to be helpful like i want to give them sure i would like i want to reward them for putting themselves out there i mean it takes yeah. especially in the summer in florida yeah we're better on the weekend for, yeah Right to be putting yourself out there, to set it all up and to and to to go through that. I mean, like I I like that. You know, good for you, mm. good for you. Um, however, as much as I would like to help, I literally don't have money on me. 
And yeah. so, uh, and I don't, and I'm, and I'm not going, even if I did, like, I'm not going to drink the lemonade. I'd rather just have a donation box or something. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a reason to like donate. But because of that, I, God, this is embarrassing. I end up avoiding them. <laughs> So today, or no, well, I it see wasn't this today, in it was my head, the, and it's hilarious. It was Sunday, I think it was Sunday. I'm walking, and these kids were set up, and instead, I like there. I I could have kept going straight, and I'd have to pass them, but I can see them. I see ya. And I and I decided to like go this instead of going this way. I like go this other way so I can go boop 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 like like around a different way. It doesn't really save me any distance but it's a different way to go so i don't have mm-hmm. to walk past that part of the sidewalk right and i never have to make eye contact with them i mean i avoid them by a block <laughs> and i realize marcus I'm, I'm this is happening and i'm thinking to myself i am a 48 year old man mm-hmm. avoiding these like probably 10 year old kids at the lemonade stand mm-hmm and I and I thought about it and I still did it Marcus like I still did it I, I there's something wrong and I don't and I don't even and, and, and I thought to myself you know what I don't care I don't I mean at this point what am I gonna do like like I don't really this is not a phobia I need to conquer like I don't need to to be able to have I don't want to have a conversation I don't want to slow down right yeah I want to slow. I don't want to slow down, and I don't have a coin to like top. Like, to, like I don't can't like flick a coin into the fountain or something as I go by. Like, here you go. Kid. They're gonna Get stop. They're gonna something. ask me, and then and then I and I feel like I don't want to hurt their feelings. I'm gonna be like, no, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> you know, like I didn't prepare. If you were out here every Sunday, maybe I'd bring a dollar along. I don't know. I, <laughs> It's just the the awkwardness of of uh, sort of preemptively disappointing these children. I, right, I'd rather just avoid them altogether than have to tell them no. And I don't know whether that's wrong or not, but it bothered me enough. It's not quite as bad well, as the times where I will go past somebody and I'll ask them like, "Well, how long are you going to be out here?" I don't know why I'm asking them that. I'm not coming back. Right, <laughs> you want to give them that hope. I don't um, think that's what it is. But like, then, why am I? But then I think, then I get home and I think later in the day, like, God, I hope they're not they still out there waiting for, for me to come back. But yeah. well, no, 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 Mom, we can't come in yet, Honey. There's a storm and coming, guy, but he's coming back. He said he was coming back. Gosh, I come back, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> so now I just rather avoid it altogether. You know, like, right? Just well, I mean, I guess there's. Something positive behind that. You don't. You want to hurt the kids. I, I don't mean, want to hurt the kids. Yeah, but I don't carry money. Maybe I should start carrying some dollars around on a walk. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I could scrounge up a dollar in my house. No, I don't know that I, mean, I have get, cash money go somewhere anymore. and get change. I mean, I could yeah. just do it. I should just. I thought I'm. You know what? That's what I'm going to start doing. Yeah, I'm going to start carrying. Yeah, I think so. Carrying lemonade money. I'm just going to carry yeah a couple bucks. And then that way, when go. and I'm not gonna. And when they, and then when I come upon the table, I'm gonna say, "Here, no, don't, no, don't." I, I appreciate it, but I'm I'm exercising. Just take the money here. Good yeah. job. Good, good job. Yeah, you got some gumption, kid. Can you, can you make it? Can I you like make your spunk. For, can, you make, can you make 
you make change for a dollar? Can you make change for a dollar? Is what you're going to say? I mean, I'll start giving them advice is what I'll do. Like, dude, like don't charge, like charge. You want to charge what you want to charge is like 95 cents or charge like, no, a dollar. You sales tax out of that. Like you want to, you want to get, because people will say keep the change, right? So get close to the next whole dollar, but don't go uh, quite up to it. And then yeah. Yeah, make it, because people don't carry change to so just charge like, you know, buck 75. Like be like, they'll get to give you two bucks. Why don't you just charge two bucks for it? You're getting the two bucks either way. Because it feels like you... The two bucks might be pricing allows some people, people to feel like they're it. being generous. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe you like talk about the Lucy that you got running around um, aggressively selling this lemonade <laughs> to people in their homes. She's dangerous. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe we and pull scary. her back a little bit. I, I appreciate the spirit, but... Uh, mm-hmm. And she and, and here, here, this was the weirdest the hard thing. hard sell. I think her parents are spies. Okay, this has become the most interesting part of this. Now, because this she, is the, the, the girl, field. the girl, the evangelical, right? Uh, yeah, lemonade person. She was speaking. She went. She was going door to door, and she's speaking perfect English. I mean, she's like she's like twelve years old or something. Like I can like. Okay. Okay. She goes back, and she starts yelling down to the, her friends at the stand. I guess yelling the order. Right, uh-huh. I I don't know what she was speaking, but it sounded like it sounded Russian to me. Uh oh, like I mean, full on like Black Widow, <laughs> but but good accents. Like it was. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, Limonetska. What is there hustling? <laughs> like spies like us are hustling. I, I think you can take solace in the fact that the Russians wouldn't field spies that had no problem <laughs> screaming in Russian down the street. <laughs> I think they would train against Well, maybe that. they're like children of former spies. Yeah, it could be. Now, that might be. You know, the ones who stayed here, they're like, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm just going to stay. Boris, you know I'm going to stay. Turns out this is better. Yeah. <laughs> I like this better. Yeah, yeah. It's warm. <laughs> it's, yeah. there's and We don't food. have to eat borscht all right. the time. <laughs> Russian um, cuisine, right? <laughs> I, I do like stroganoff. Is that Russian? I don't know. I mean, I know it sounds Russian, but I see, it feels I don't know Russian. If it is, it probably isn't. I don't but, uh, <laughs> the, what I what I like is that it allows the uh, the United Kingdom to look at somebody else's cuisine and go, like, "Well, at least we're not that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we boil pizza, even... but we don't we don't eat that borscht stuff. Yeah, I don't want to say anything that's going to get me in trouble about the UK cuisine. But, oh, they know. Um, I feel like all the that's why there's so I many mean, Indian restaurants there. Yeah, but they eat weird stuff for breakfast, like the like beans, beans. and yeah. blood sausage, and Ugh, that sounds um, like a Klingon dish. Blood, blood sausage. sausage, but they yeah. like, it's not called blood sausage; it's called black pudding or yeah, whatever. something pudding. Whatever is it, black pudding or something? It's, anyway, it's blood sausage. Pudding. And um, mm. what else do they eat? Weird, weird stuff. Yeah. For breakfast. That that was breakfast what was supposed to be hilarious. Ease your way into the day. When I went to uh, when I was in South Korea, um, I was studying at a, at a at Catholic university in Daegu, um, and when you went into the cafeteria for breakfast, they had the Korean style 
breakfast. Oh, uh, you know, oh. it was two two different sort of buffet tables, right? And one of them was the Korean style breakfast, and one of them was the American style breakfast. And what they had on the American style breakfast table. <laughs> Was downright hilarious. <laughs> what was it? What was it? There was French fries on there. There was. Um, they had the beans. I tried to tell them that's really more of an England thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then like salad, like a like a green salad. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're going. I would like to offer my consulting <laughs> services here. This, what did they have at lunch? I like. Uh, well, see, at lunch it just becomes it becomes Korean cuisine from that day. Oh. Breakfast is the only time they have English so style food or American style food or what they call American style food. I mean, That's I guess so it is American weird. style, but it's just not American style breakfast exactly. But so wait, what was on the Korean table? Oh, they had um, uh, basically just kind of kimchi is on there. Of course, mm-hmm. that's everywhere. Um, and it's good. Like it's kimchi. amazing, especially when you like go to kimchi. Korea and get it. Um, I don't like kimchi. That was kind of the coolest part is that, um, um, see, I'm German by my mother's side. And so yeah. we, we dig us some sauerkraut. So I, can, I love I, sauerkraut. I, I feel the kimchi thing because it's basically, it's, it's basically it's spicy. It's missing something. It's missing. Kraut. It's just like, it doesn't have the flavor of sauerkraut. It like doesn't sauerkraut have the tang, that, like, but it has more spice. I think that's what I'm missing. Dig Maybe that, but yeah. they could just add a little more tang to it. I think I'd like it. Yeah, it could be. It's some some sour chi. <laughs> you know, make some kind of do a, a middle, yeah. middle ground between those two. But that was what was sour really cool cam. about that is that we were at the, the university and it was all very modern buildings. But out back of the cafeteria was this very traditional low... Um, Korean wall, the Korean architecture kind of wall is the only thing on campus that had that traditional architecture. And within that wall, it was just like a fence around a little sort of outdoor area. There were all of these jars, these clay jars, and that's the kimchi fermenting out there. Like they're making it okay. and it's in this very traditional looking area of a very modern campus. And it was really cool to see that. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but well, you were going to breakfast. I was going to breakfast. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't know. I think I think, kind of interesting um, thing was that all meals, when you get done, like when they got done, they got up, went, got a thing of water, drank it, and then left. It was like you didn't drink during your meal. You didn't have a glass of hmm. water with your meal. You ate your meal. And then as you were leaving, you drank a glass of water before you left, and then you, you then you took off. You, like, off. stood there and drank the water? Like yeah. Like, you got a glass yeah, of water Yeah, it was kind of weird. There. And I don't know if how traditional that is or if that's just a student thing, you know, because hmm. you got to wonder how much of this is Korean culture and how much of this is, like, student culture in Korea, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, so that was kind of interesting to me, though, that they don't drink as much with their meal, like, water. And they certainly don't drink a lot of, like, uh, Coke or anything like that during it. Yeah. They may drink that stuff as a sort of a snack kind of thing from, I don't remember there being as many uh, vending machines in Korea as there were in Japan, but in Japan, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting like 15 different, just amazing vending machines <laughs> that bad, have like magic choice. and wonder in bad them. <laughs> why, why, why would you pick that? Well, you know, it's colloquialism, American style. I think we need. I think we need. I think we haven't. We're not we don't have time today to do this, but I think we should talk. We need to have a cereal 
conversation. Oh, yeah. I know we've I'm talked about cereal that like tears our roof up at the roof of the mouth, but I yeah, think we have yeah, to really explore that stars. more fully. I had this conversation with my um with my two sons yesterday about choices of cereals and what cereals are acceptable. And to have a conversation with a college age student about acceptable cereals <laughs> in a in a in a dorm environment was really enlightening to me. Yeah. So we have to I think we're gonna have I to think come the, back to uh, the ideas of what is unacceptable are going to be wildly different from really, your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Uh, we may have our first pre planned episode next week. A pre pin. We have a pre we have like a, a we have like a, a pre pin. Yeah. A pin that was generated by another episode, a meta pin. Interesting. A met oh Look at that. <laughs> Finally, we have direction. I knew we'd find it eventually. Someone has to remind us, though, because we won't remember. Yeah, because uh, I didn't. Yeah. If we don't uh, text it to one another, then. Where's that? Where's, where's that, that thing cat? we're going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> where's that cat? <laughs> Swing it again, Sam. <laughs> <laughs>